Hello everyone, how are you? It's Pastor Rod here in Tokyo, Japan, and we are here on the 2nd of January, 2022. Yay, everyone cheer, clap, and uh, let's get excited about a new year. A new, a new year, a new season, a, a new moment, uh, new opportunities. Come on, what are you believing for in 2022? And 22. And I want this very first message here in the, the English service where we're beaming out to a lot of、um, our countries in a lot of our campuses throughout Asia,、uh, Japan, and Asia, and USA, and Africa, and Europe. And I want to give a message today, a New Year's message called The Power of New. The power of this word, new. New is a great word. What a great word. It's new. And we've had some disappointments, but there's a new opportunity. We've had some, some, some bad moments, but there's a new opportunity. <laughs> What else can I say? It's all things become new. And in Christ, in our Lord Jesus Christ, we have more of these moments and more moments that are actually transformational. The power of new. And I love this scripture, 2 Corinthians 5 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ. Do I have any anyones out there? Any anyones? Yay, a lot of anyones. Yay. If anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. Now, this is talking about our transformation when we become believers in Jesus, right? Yep. You remember when you became a believer in Jesus? And for some of us, it was, it was dramatic, and others, it wasn't so dramatic, but it's become dramatic. It's become life changing for all. All in Christ. And I remember 40 years ago or 42 years ago when I received Jesus and I tried to be reforming my life. I tried to be changing my thinking and I tried so many religions and thoughts and you know, books and, and concepts and nothing changed me until I received Jesus. And then this, anyone, Rod, became a new creation in Christ. It was a transformation, it was a supernatural event. And just recently, I, I was back in Australia for my mother's funeral. My m u m passed away at, four, at 94 years old, and she was a believer in Jesus. And, and she lived a great life, a life of love and forgiveness, and re- really a wonderful soul till her last moments. In fact, the last thing she said to the nurses in the nursing home was, Oh, thank you, dear, for caring for me. Thank you, dear, for caring for me. That, that's the sort of Mom, my mom was, and she just slipped into eternity. She wanted to be with Jesus. She wanted to be with family who had gone before her. And、um, at my mom's funeral, I had a chance to share once again the story of me being supernaturally changed by Jesus. And I was able to say to a few of my relatives, you know what? When I became a believer, it wasn't just a change of thinking, it wasn't just a new year or a new opportunity. It was a transforma- transformative power of Jesus. Jesus changes lives. I'm a believer because of a supernatural, resurrected Jesus, our Lord. Come on, give him a big praise. I am new because of Jesus' work on the cross, and you are new as well. And here's another scripture at the beginning of the year Isaiah 43 19. God's saying, See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you? Perceive it? Do you get it? Do you understand it? Is there a, a gut level? Uh, 2022. Ah, beginning of a new year. Ah, there's something God is going to do transformational in my life. 
Now, if you're a believer, that doesn't mean becoming a believer again, but it does mean living in the zone of, of a supernatural God who is able to transform, who is able to change, right? Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And I want to talk about a, a story from Jesus. This is a story we tell a lot. And I think every believer needs to look at this story every year. Every year, this concept of Jesus turning water to wine, a transformation that was the first miracle. John chapter 2, it says it was the first miracle that Jesus did after being baptized by John the, John the Baptist. And, and Jesus comes out, he goes back to his home area and a little town up the road called Cana. And, and his mum Mary has been organizing a wedding for some other people. And Jesus says, uh, Jesus goes there on the third day. This is John chapter 2. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Little town. They would have known each other. They would have probably been a lot of relatives, a lot of relatives even of Jesus. And Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. And when the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, they have no more wine. Woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, my hour has not yet come. And his mother turned to the servants and said, do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, washing of their hands, each holding from 20 to 30 gallons, six of these huge, very large water jars, 20 to 30 gallons. We're talking about maybe 800 bottles of water, possibly that we would talk about that. That's a lot of water. And Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Now we're going to have a look at the chosen again, just a little scene of Jesus giving thanks and a turning into the water into wine. Here we go. They're full. Everyone, please step outside. Don't you love, don't you love the chosen and the picture there? It, it represents Jesus giving thanks and, and, and these big stone jars turning water into wine. And, and out of this, I, my, my first point is this, and that is that um, this new wine, Jesus took water and turned it into wine. And that's not real wine, that's just grape juice. But just for illustration, you can see it's different. But there are some things that are the same. What's the same is the amount of liquid. There was the same amount of liquid was turned from water to wine. 
but it was a supernatural change. You can't wish that. You can't do uh, enough thinking about that. You can't go to a magic show to do this. This was a transformation. And friends, I want to tell you, when God does something supernatural, there is actually a same amount, but there is a transformation. The same is in our lives. When God transforms us, we're still us. We're still you. We're still me. We're, we're still us, the, the, the people that God created, right? We're, we're, we're everything that God wanted us to be, the same DNA, the same um, personality, the same giftings. When we become a believer, that doesn't change. The, the amount doesn't change. The, the, the substance doesn't change. We're still human. We're still um, got issues and problems and, and, and financial issues and we're still the same. But there is an actual transformation that occurs as we are turned by God from sinners to forgiven, from people going to hell to people going to heaven, from, 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 from people without hope to full of hope, to people not having the love of God to having the love of God. There is an actual transformation. There is a shift, a change. This is really important in this story. It's not water anymore. Same amount of H2O in it, same amount of water content, but it is a new substance. And I want you to get this at the beginning of the year, that although we may be believers, God can do supernatural things. Amen. 2022. Come on, give God a praise. Come on. 2022 is going to be a year of refreshing. It's going to be a year of supernatural. It's going to be a year where the Holy Spirit does new things in our lives. And there is going to be the same, but the new. There is going to be the same you and me, but supernaturally charged by the power of God. Now, when this happened, Jesus then turns and, and gives the, the uh, order to the, uh, to the young people. Let's, let's read this again. It says that uh, he told them, draw some water out and take it to the master of the banquet. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned to wine, and he didn't realize where it had come from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. Now, this is an incredible little part of the, the, the scripture. The first thing is God does supernatural things. The second point is this, is there's going to be a new surprise. There's going to be a new shock. And, and one of, the, one of the, the Gospels, the Gospel of Mark, that we're not talking about today, has this word suddenly over and over and over and over. And I believe this year could be a year of suddenlies. We'll talk about that again. But I believe that we need to get ready for the change that God is going to do in our lives. The servants were shocked. The ones taking out the water were shocked. They took it to the MC guy in charge of the wedding. He was shocked. Everybody was shocked, 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 shocked by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of a God who changes supernaturally. Finally, it went to the, the bridegroom and the bridegroom tastes it and everyone tastes it. And I'm, I'm sure they're all just looking at each other going, what the, what, what the heck has just happened? This is the most amazing wine we have ever tasted because it's from Jesus. Because the wine, the, the change is by the power of God. And, and everyone gets shocked. And I want to say to us, let's not lose the wow factor with our Christian lives. Come on, everybody, everybody's an everybody. All, everybody in Christ is new. Everybody has this ability to see something supernatural 
happen in our lives. And, and I, I, like to, I like what we do at LifeHouse. We talk about journaling, where we open a scripture, the, the next scripture from yesterday or, or whenever, and we read it and we say, God, what would you say to me today? Now, as a pastor, this is the most dynamic thing I've ever seen that changes lives. People reading God's word with the attitude of God, would you speak again? Would you touch again? Would you transform again? God of the universe, would you speak to me again? In fact, when people say to me, what's so special about journaling? My answer is, I believe it's like micro miracles, micro tiny little miracles. Some of them could be big, but every day there's a micro miracle when people get a word and, 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 and God has breathed into his word. We read it as a release. There's a wow factor. It, it might be little, but there's a wow factor. There's a supernatural chance that God could do. And I, I want to say the beginning of this year, come on, let's get, get ready to be shocked by God. I don't mean in a bad way, but ready to be changed. Come on, what are we believing for? What are we hoping for? I'm believing in our lives in LifeHouse. You're going to see some of the greatest miracles you've ever seen. There's going to be physical healing. There's going to be mental healing. There's going to be healing from the past, cutting off of the power of bad memories. There's going to be relational healing. There's going to be great jobs. And we don't know what's going to happen this year, but I believe I've got a faith that it's going to be a year of the Holy Spirit if we just get the wow factor. Let's get shocked again that God is able to bring transformation. Okay, number three thing I want to say here is that there was a rejoicing at this wedding. It was the best wine anyone has ever, has ever had. Uh, wouldn't you like Jesus at your wedding, <laughs> turning some water into wine and, and tasting it? And um, again, this is just grape juice, but just tasting it and going, whoa, that is the best wine I've ever had. Hey, you get some wine, get some wine, get some wine. And I, I'm believing this year as we get transformed and we get wow, this rejoicing is going to spread over Lifehouse and whatever church you're part of. There's going to be a, have you tasted the new wine? Have you realized there is a new moment? Have you got the, the promise from God and bring it up again? And it says here in verse 10, everybody brings out the first wine first, sorry, the choice wine first. And then the cheaper wine after the, dress, the guests have had too much to drink. But you've saved the best till now. Now, this is talking about in, in normal Jewish culture, they would get people sort of drunk. We don't want to talk about that too much, but that's what this is saying. And afterwards, it doesn't matter what the, what the wine tastes like. But this wine is the last wine and they tasted it and they went, whoa, this, this is it. This is the one. Who, who, what happened? And... And, and, and we're going to go back to the, 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 the part of the chosen here where, where they taste the wine. And then it comes to the little scene where Mary, the mother of Jesus, looks over to Jesus and she says, thank you. And he nods. And, and the concept of, of this rejoicing that happened in the whole wedding. When Jesus does something new, there is a thank you and there is a rejoicing. Let's go to that scene right now. The latter vintage, sir. Good, good. Let's have a taste. Stop the music! Stop the music! You have chosen now to serve the best wine I have ever tasted. 
Let us thank them for this unnecessary but honorable gesture. Hey, don't you love that scene? In fact, that's one of the most powerful scenes, representations I've ever seen of, of Jesus and his mother Mary. I love it. But at this wedding, there's, there's rejoicing and, and there's laughter. And um, I'm believing for a time of joy this year. The joy of the Lord is our strength, it says in Nehemiah chapter 10, verse 8. This is a great scripture. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, uh, pushing through into joy again. Come on, church. Come on, Lifehouse. Let's push through into joy again. God, joy, joy. Let me pray. Joy, joy over all the everybody's here, the, the new people in Jesus, the all believers, all the joy fall on your families and, 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 and workplace and households and everybody is a somebody with God. I'm praying for the wine. Lord, turn the water into wine again. Do something in our life. And the last point, I'm just bringing you back here. The last point before I finish is there's a new moment of recognizing Jesus. I mean, the whole point of this is that there is a supernatural God giving thanks for what he did. And just this last verse here says, verse 11, what Jesus did here in Cana of Galilee was the first of the signs through which he revealed his glory. And his disciples believed in him. And I believe 2022, come on everybody, come on all, all people in Christ, become new. Come on all of us. Let's recognize Jesus again. How do we do that? Well, journaling, just simple prayer. We just say the Lord's Prayer, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. And we, we pray simply and we, we keep a fresh heart. But we're recognizing the work of Jesus when we do this, that he died on the cross and he took my sin and your sin completely away. Now this is really different than the Old Testament where the sin was covered, but the New Testament when Jesus died and rose again, the sin was actually removed. The Bible says that he has removed our sins. He has paid the price that we might live this supernatural life in him. I, I remember um, uh, just before the pandemic, I was over the road here at uh, Starbucks and I think I was with my son Monty and there was a a man there from another country, uh, wasn't Asia, he was, he was in Japan, but from another country and he was interested to what we were doing and I, I shared that we're, you know, we're pastors and we, we're here to share the good news of Jesus and he got really aggressive and angry and, uh, oh, what are you doing? And, and, and I just said, well, we believe in this, we believe that uh, God has changed our lives. Oh, how do you know it's not just in your mind? And I said, because I've lived like this for 40 years. and. And, oh, and he, was, he, was, he was arguing with me. And I said, let me tell you my story. And I told him how God had forgiven me and changed me. And, and he's still arguing. And finally, I looked at, him, looked at him and I said, you know what? I just believe in a 
supernatural God. And it was like all of a sudden, he just shut up. I, I didn't tell him to shut up, but it's just like, and he said, oh, you, you actually believe in a supernatural God. And I said, yeah, I believe in a supernatural God and he could touch your life and he could touch other lives. And he said, oh, okay. And now I'm not saying there any more came out of that story. I pray for that man that he would have a personal revelation. But when we share that we have recognized Jesus in our own lives, in our family, a lot of testimonies, when we recognize Jesus, things can change. Things can change in our lives, our churches, campuses, families. When we recognize Jesus, I heard of another story of one of our great Japanese um, middle-aged men in, in um, our Kobe church a few years ago that um, he'd just come to Christ through, he, through healing. God had healed him. And um, he was the, the worst salesman in his whole group. Like they put the list on the wall and he was the bottom. But after becoming a believer in Jesus, something had shifted in his heart supernaturally. He had been turned from water to wine in his life. Same him, same personality, but he was a new man. And he went out to sell with a new heart for people. And all of a sudden, his sales started getting better and better and better. And all of a sudden, he was number one salesman in his whole company. Out of about 40 salesmen. Isn't that an amazing story? But it doesn't finish there. He did so well, he was asked to speak in front of the group. Like, what changed? <laughs> and here was his moment of recognizing Jesus. Now, I'm not saying you have to preach in the workplace, but he did. <laughs> that was his choice. And he got up and said, there's no other thing that changed in my life except this supernatural work of God changed my heart. And, and in front of all the Japanese workers, it was a big thing to say. It was like, Maybe, what's going to happen out of this? But on that, it was actually a, a Zoom call before the pandemic. And he gets up and he shares and he might have got into trouble, except it was a Zoom call with his American boss, who was also a believer in Jesus Christ. And the boss publicly acknowledged him as an amazing man. And thank you for this very wonderful testimony for your faith in Jesus. And he was actually blessed and, and promoted because he just, he just opened up about a moment of recognizing Jesus. As I said, we may not do that with our workplace. That's up to you. But the point is we need to recognize it's Jesus that helps us in our marriage. Amen. It's Jesus that helps us with our jobs. It's Jesus that has changed us. It's Jesus that gives us new opportunities. It's Jesus that when the enemy comes and says, when nobody, the word of God says, you are, you're a son of God. You're all that I wanted, says God. We belong to the Father. We recognize Jesus. So as I bring this to a conclusion, we have talked today about the, the, the power of new, the power of the word new, but not just any new, a supernatural new that happened in my life and happened in your life if you're a believer and could happen in your life today if you're seeking God. This new doesn't have to be just in the past. There can be a new as we hit a new year. There's new opportunities. I believe with all my heart. Let me read it again. The, if anyone, anyone here, anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. Why don't you say that together with me together? Just the last that the new is here. The new is 
here. Let's say it one more time. Come on. The old is gone. The new is here. Now, I know it's talking about salvation, but I believe it's a concept that I'm living as a new person. I'm living in a new realm. And this year is, is me in a new year. Come on. And I'm going to pray for us all right now that we would have a revelation of the power of new with God's supernatural power. Let's pray. Lord, I want to thank you, that Jesus, that you turn water into wine and you turn these souls, us, me, we, Lord, you turn us from ordinary people to supernatural people with your power of the cross and resurrection by your power that the new is here. And I pray, Lord, that we as believers would be wow, be excited, would recognize Jesus, would give this year all the possibilities that you have. And we're going to walk into it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give God a big praise. And maybe you've been seeking after God or opening your heart. Let me pray for you right now that the resurrected Jesus would come into your life, forgive you, fill you with grace and make you a new creation. You ready? I'm going to count to three and pray. Here we go. One, two, three. Lord, I pray that you would touch these seekers and hungry hearts, open hearts, fill them, Lord, change them by your supernatural power that they would be forgiven and changed on the inside. There would be a supernatural realm in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So my last thing is this. Let's go out of here, getting ready for a new year and the power of new in Jesus' name. God bless you.